This is Jim Wallace, and we're talking again about the soul of the nation. On the 50th anniversary of the murder of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a number of faith groups, the National Council of Churches, but many faith traditions, leaders gathered, thousands of people, to remember this day and what it means for us going forward. It was a powerful, broad gathering of young people and older people and faith leaders and community activists. Uh, It was a very encouraging day for me. I was given the opportunity to say a few words along with many other faith leaders. I started by saying in the context of this season of Ash Wednesday and Lent and Palm Sunday and then Easter, here we are the week after Easter Sunday. We're now moving toward Pentecost when the early church put their faith into the street. So I said, here we are after Lent. Let me begin with talking about what confession means. Confession is telling the truth. Telling the truth to God. Telling the truth to the world about ourselves is confession. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Only the truth will make us free. So this day is about freedom for all of us. And without confession to the sin of white racism, white supremacy, white privilege, people who call themselves white Christians will never be free. White Christians, since the founding of America, we from that history have been living a lie. So therefore, our bondage to a lie, to an ideology, to an idol must be confessed if we're ever to be free. Dr. King was murdered 10 days before Easter. This year, Easter came early, so this 50th anniversary of his killing comes three days after Easter. So let us put this moment in that theological, liturgical context. On Good Friday, which we just went through, our churches preach that our sins nailed Christ to the cross. We heard that. Our sins, past, present, and future. That means today we confess the sins of white colonialism and white racism help nail Jesus Christ to the cross. So confession in many of our traditions leads to a word we call repentance. So I spoke about what that doesn't mean and what it does. And in all our traditions, Christian, Jewish, Islamic, repentance does not just mean saying you're sorry. Repentance means turn around and go in a whole new direction. And repentance for our original sin of racism has to be very specific. What does that mean in light of all of the systems that we face now in this country? A group of church elders just said in a statement called Reclaiming Jesus, they said this, we believe each human being is made in God's image and likeness. Racial bigotry, therefore, is a brutal denial of the image of God. 
Confession means nothing if it is not specific. So I asked, what if we believe what the scripture says in the first chapter of Genesis, that we are all, each of us, made in the image of God, no exceptions? How does that relate to something like voter suppression? We reject the resurgence of white nationalism and racism on many fronts, including the highest levels of power in this capital city. All our confessions must be practical. If you believe in the image of God, you will make sure that there is not one vote suppressed in this next election. To believe in the image of God means that we must form a multiracial, multi-faith campaign to protect voters in this election if we believe in the image of God. Every time that we allow this original sin of racism to evolve and change and impact people's lives, what we are doing literally in our hands, we are throwing away the image of God. This isn't political. This is theological. Time to apply our theology to our public life. It was a wonderful crowd of people, old and young, very diverse, many religious traditions. But I reminded them that Dr. King wasn't just a civil rights leader, a justice leader. He was a faith leader. What does it mean that we would be summoned by faith like he was to this moment? And what's at stake in this moment right now? on the 50th anniversary of the killing of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Michael Eric Dyson told us over this week in his commentary, faith, he says this, faith summoned Dr. King as an ordained Baptist minister to the ministry. He was not just our great justice leader impacting the whole world. He was a minister. It's time on this 50th anniversary of his murder for faith to summon us back to this ministry. Faith must summon us. And that's why we will confess our original sin of white racism with all our brothers and sisters to commit our lives to racial truth, equity, and healing through acts of resurrection faith. If we don't act, confession means nothing. It was a very encouraging day for me. I came home really feeling a sense of hope because of who was there, because we said what's at stake is the integrity of our faith. And so being with all those people, the broad diversity of faith communities in this country uh, led me to believe if we act on our beliefs, We can turn this nation around. As James the Apostle reminded us, faith without works is dead. Let us confess our sins, repent of them, and turn this nation around. Thank you very much. This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation.